Hello and welcome to the Guys Like Us podcast. This is your host, Tyler Brondike. In this episode, we chat with Mike Thomas, who hails from Ellington, Connecticut, a small town outside of Hartford. We chat about his passion in music, going all the way back to when he was three years old and he played piano, to his upbringings in the Catholic Church, going all the way through college, and why he's recently stepped away from the Catholic Church, but still continues to develop his personal relationship with Christ. Come on and join us for this excellent episode. Hi, this is Tyler, and this is the Guys Like Us podcast. I am here with a good buddy of mine, Mike Thomas. Mike comes from the town of Ellington, Connecticut, a small town outside of Hartford, Connecticut. And for those of you who don't know Hartford, uh, it's outside of New York City. Um, Mike grew up playing sports, uh, practicing a variety of different musical instruments, um, and then, like most of us, just hanging out with friends and and being involved with his family. Um, How's it going, Mike? going great thanks for having me on absolutely thanks for coming on excited to be here yes absolutely um so so normally how i kick us off is to open up in prayer um so i can go ahead and open open us up dear lord thank you for bringing us together this evening really excited to chat with mike hear about his experiences his background um and ultimately you know how he's continuing to to practice his faith um and what he sees in in Christianity and, 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 you know, and for what's to come and, um, and all, all the developments that, that have been going on in his life. Um, we thank you and we're, we're excited to, uh, to have this, a, a good conversation. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So Mike, um, you know, I, I think that was, you know, a brief intro, I guess, of the, you know, a few major highlights, where you're from, uh, kind of what you're interested in, but can you ta- kind of talk about a bit more about your background and then also your upbringings and your coming to faith? Sure. Well, uh, everything that you said was right in my intro. Um, I Always am good pretty much equally between Boston and New York City, and sometimes I think I prefer to say Boston, but I'll let you get away with the New York City quip there. <laughs> Um, anyway, so, uh, like a lot of people, I was brought up in the Catholic church, um, did pretty much the traditional sacraments, um, growing up and also, um, in the churches that I grew up in, they always had like a youth choir or something like that. Um, and from a very young age, my parents got me started in music, uh, primarily playing the piano when I was about three years old and, uh, so that was kind of a natural progression to, to be in church and to hear the music. It seemed like it would make a lot of sense to actually be up there and be able to play in church every week. So that's that was kind of the, the main extent of my involvement um, at church and, and my biggest connection to it as well. And, I, I, you know, I enjoyed going to Mass and got a lot out of it. And I think I was able to get even more out of it by playing from week to week. And then, obviously, I uh, after after confirmation and after the youth choir kind of died down when I started getting into my teens, um, my relationship with the church mm-hmm. waned a little bit, you know, we'd still go every couple months. Um, and obviously for all the, for all the major holidays, um, <clears throat> and important religious days. 
Mm-hmm. But it waned a little bit. Um, there's a couple of reasons that I think we'll, we'll, we'll touch on uh, probably later in this conversation. And then, obviously, you know, we both went off to Stonehill College. Um, and it was there that I actually started kind of going to Mass on my own. Um, for whatever reason, just one night I decided to, to walk into Mass um, and had a really good experience. And I think it, it had a lot to do with the... Uh, the priests that were on campus and because of the fact that they lived on campus and were surrounded by you know, 18 to 22 year olds all day that they they really had a good understanding of the messages that would resonate probably best with college students um, and the best way to, to connect them um, with their faith and with God so I really enjoyed that and you know, again when I went in there there was music um, at every mass as well um, it, it was very good music too. They, they had a great music program. It was headed up by a guy named Dan Davy, who's a who's a Berkeley grad and just a phenomenal musician, piano player. Um, so that really sparked my interest, and I got to talking with him after mass one night. And um, for whatever reason, I, I played a little bit for him, and he uh, he enjoyed it. And he asked me to start playing at masses to kind of split time with him uh, to take a little bit of the load off of him. And I think it was from probably uh, end of my freshman year, beginning of my sophomore year, all the way up through senior year. I played every every Sunday night mass at, at Stonehill College's chapel, um, at the nine o'clock mass, and really, really enjoyed kind of that outlet, being able to do that both musically um, and being able to connect with my faith on a, on a weekly basis, and develop relation and beyond that, develop relationships with the. Uh, with the priests and the clergy that were there, which were really important to kind of shaping my, my whole four years at Stonehill. Sure, sure. Well, wow, well, thank you. Um, appreciate that background. Um, I guess a few questions I had off of that. Um, you mentioned, you know, at, at some point you decided to take this upon yourself and, and ultimately, I think, take that step and, and get involved in, you know, in, in the church at Stonehill. And I think for a lot of people that, that's that's challenging. Um, stepping into something new and something that you're unfamiliar doing um, was was that was that hard for you? And you know, it might not have been. I don't know if it was necessarily hard for me. Um, I guess the best way to explain it probably is, you know, you and me have the kind of this underlying, you know, or everybody does. Mm-hmm. It's kind of kind of an underlying moral moral compass that they try to follow, and when that compass starts to to tilt one way a little bit too far i think something kicks in and tells you hey you know you got to restore some balance here and being kind of in a college environment um can sometimes sway that compass to cause you to, to lose sight of some of the values and the morals that you know you've held on to mm-hmm. most of your life and, and i think for me um i wanted to get back to a better balance in some way, shape, or form, and the, the most the most natural way um, that kicked in for me was to, to try to attend mass and see where that led. Yeah, no, I, that that makes sense for me as you know as well. And I, I I when I think back, our you know our schedules were so busy, and we had a lot to to cram in. You know, I know for yourself, you had you know full a full course load, and on top of that, both of us played played college soccer, so that occupied a lot of time and then you know fitting in that social aspect and um yeah i think you know in college it was an it was an outlet um 
and you know so like i guess outside of of um of church what was this something that would that you would think about in like in just developing your faith and your relationship with god outside of this 9 p.m service or was it was it was it kind of segregated into this time frame no, it definitely was. It, it definitely influenced um, a lot of other things that we did outside of church mm-hmm. because of that. Um, kind of on my own, um, I don't do well with free time, so I always have to be doing something. And, mm-hmm. and one of the things that I started filling it, what filling my free time with, was kind of at night before I would go to bed. I uh, I came home one weekend and picked up an old Bible that we had and brought it back to school with me, and I would just read kind of a, a passage or two um, before I went to bed just to kind of keep some sort of a consistent message um, in my head and, and study scripture in a way. Uh, mm-hmm. I felt that uh, there, there were a lot of interesting things to be picked up on um, in the Bible, mm-hmm. and I enjoyed reading that. Um, and I, I definitely think that, that going just the, the process of going to Mass on a weekly basis definitely um, kind of influenced everything else mm-hmm. that was going on in my life to have a greater connection um, with my faith and spend a little bit more time you know, praying here and there and, and just just thinking about my faith in general mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. now I, I guess you know diving in a bit deeper you I know that you um, you know play piano play guitar um, w- would would sing as well outside of the church um, kind of, was it the same intention and same focus that you would have while playing piano in church um, how did that dynamic look like comparing the two that's a good question. Um, I guess this is less less of a faith based question, but yeah. um, I guess you know uh, on a weekly basis in mass, about half the songs are pretty pretty repetitive. Obviously, if you've ever been to a Catholic service, yeah. half the songs yes. are pretty repetitive. Um, but there's always you know a good three or four songs that you're able to pick and arrange um, every week that you know hopefully fit the readings of that week and kind of the message. Um, you know that the priests are trying to get across, or the ministers are trying to get across. Um, so, so we did have a little bit of freedom, and that was more of the creative, enjoyable part for me. I still enjoy, you know, I enjoy playing all the songs, but some just got a little mechanical, mm-hmm. obviously for better or for worse. Yeah, and yeah. When no, I'm I... outside, kind of playing my own thing. That's that's where the creative juices can can flow a little bit more. Yes, absolutely. And I, I think that's uh, it's in- interesting balance and especially as I have these conversations and really and just try and you know learn how dif- how people view religion, how people view their relationships and their faith. Um, it's interesting having someone from you know having a Catholic background and being involved in the Catholic Church because as you as you mentioned, there is that repetition um, and that and that consistency and, and similar songs. Um, similar structure as well um and I, I think we're you know i think we're called to to be creative you know i don't know if that's um that's something that you believe in but you know what what um you know i guess stepping you know from senior year of college going into postgraduate life um i know that you you know took some time away from formal church what were some of the reasons um thought process why you decided to stop attending so one of the biggest reasons that you know, I've stepped away from church either in the past or um, in the present um, have actually kind of been more of a simple reason and that really revolves around, unfortunately, um, 
some foreign priests that have come into the churches in my local area and on a you know whether it be it's not necessarily you know that I'm having a hard time understanding what they're saying but I think that a lot of them don't have as good of a grip on the English language as they probably wish they did and have a difficult time really communicating the gospel well because of that and when I'm going to mass I'm I'm looking to get something out of it maybe that's selfish I don't know, but I'd like to come away getting something out of it, and I have a hard time develop, you know, developing kind of that that communication um, between the priest's message and and what I'm hearing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I, I that that makes sense. Uh, you know, I think ultimately, right, we strive to to see what we can do, um, you know, for him or you know, and for the church or and just for our faith, rather than what our faith can do for us. Um, and you know, I I agree though that. Having that dialogue and that conversation is, is very important, and I think that's that's what that's what faith depends on, um, and that's what Christianity and Catholicism and that, that that that's that's the forefront and the foundation. And if that's, I think that's a challenge for a lot of people is yeah, being and, able and to from find an that church perspective. Uh, that's a big issue for the Catholic Church these days is not being able to find. Uh, they're not being able to fill enough positions. Recently, a couple churches around me have had to had to merge parishes wow. um, because there weren't enough priests. Wow, wow. Okay, so, so so you know, outside of formal church, what have you been doing um, most recently? You know, to continue to have this. You know, I think for you, it, it, you know, it was an outlet and a way to 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 come back to that moral compass. Have you been seeking alternative ways to 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 keep this practice? I guess I haven't been as structured as I mm-hmm. probably should have been, but I still like to think that I conduct myself in a way that aligns, you know, with the faith and the morals and the values that mm-hmm. I believe in. Um, my grandparents used to have this this picture. I think they still do have this poem on their wall, and, and it's entitled "Success." And one of the last lines on it, um, I believe, it says. To know that even just one life is breathed easier because you have lived, this is to have succeeded. And I think that that, you know, that's a real service message. But I don't necessarily think that, you know, and for me, I'm not doing a ton of huge things. I haven't gone any big service trips lately or anything like that. But just kind of a day in and day out to really try to live that um, in the little things that I do. uh, And help people kind of here and there in any way that I can Mm -hmm. in small ways. That, that's kind of what's important to me. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think, you know, I, I think God calls you into different ways and uh, in different seasons and different times and having that opening, you know, that, that openness and even you just just seeing this, this, this photo and responding to it and reacting on it and looking for ways to, to practice that even in that, you know, those small instances um, as I'm sure you know, the, you know these small steps uh, they accumulate, and it, you know, and something that might seem very small at first, uh, down the line, you know, you're you're doing something else. I know for me, I I didn't, you know, I, I did I think I did one service trip or you know one formal formal event when I was a freshman in college, and then I I didn't do anything for the next five years, you know, and it, but I was just I was just tacking away and just trying to pick up. You know, as you mentioned, staying consistent and trying to hop into scripture, 15, 20 minutes, 
um, whenever I could. Um, and I think at some point, I think that 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 light switches, um, and it, you know, I think it becomes a bit more constant. But um, but you know, that, 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 that's I think that's you know, I think you know, great place, and it's it's also really really cool to hear that. Um, I, I guess you know, in your life in the past few years, is has there been any areas or fo- or focus points? that you've seen God work in you and, and change in you in these past few years? I think one of the biggest things, I guess, probably would be um, maybe the adjective that that fits best with you know, how I think um, I see Jesus or I see God um, work through me is it's probably the adjective strength. And I'm not sure where I get, you know, initially I wasn't sure kind of where I got it from. And to kind of put this in the, in the humblest way, I have, I have a pretty good ability to, to work through things and not let things affect me and kind of brush things off, um, for lack of a better word. And I definitely think, you know, I, I definitely find that that comes from something that's bigger than myself. Um, and it, it can relate to even soccer too, you know, when you're playing when you're playing 90 minutes and, and you're going into overtime and you got nothing left to give, mm-hmm. but you still do, so, and you know that you've pushed yourself beyond where you can push yourself, but you're still going, and kind of what is driving that, it's an interesting thing to, to, to reflect upon. Um, so I think in one of the, yeah, I think the adjective strength is probably where I see where I see God work mm-hmm. through me. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, absolutely. Um, yeah, I think that that threshold barrier, right? Like once we once we surpass that, you know, and we kind of we keep going. Um, I had a conversation with my other with my other buddy who also played soccer, and it's like getting that second wind, kind of, right? And you don't really know where it comes from, um, but 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 yes, I, I think that you know for what Jesus did and how he suffered, and um, ultimately kind of the life that he you know, has gifted to us and, and the abilities that we're able to, to, you know, succeed in, and, 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 and demonstrate success on this earth, I think is incredible. Um, and that, and I think that strength is something that, um, a lot of, you know, for me, it was, I, I never thought about strength coming from anything besides myself. Um, and I think we, you know, as you mentioned, you, you reach a point where, it's it's beyond you and it, it, it turns into some into some something and someone else you know and i think that answer is jesus and and, and what he's given um so you know moving forward I, I want to know some of the biggest questions that you've had on christianity um just as a whole and, and then in particular in, in your in your personal walk i guess the the biggest question these questions that I have on Christianity are probably trying to figure out what speaks to me the best in terms of, I guess, where I fit best into Christianity um, and where I would connect the best. You know, I've had some, I've had some great experiences. And I've had some not so great experiences as well. And, you know, I take, try to take the not so great experiences for granted. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess I understand that probably my relationship will be cyclical, and I'm sure that there's going to be a time time soon where I'll have a much 
much stronger relationship with the church as I have in the past. Uh, it kind of ebbs and flows a little bit. Um, but probably, I guess to answer your question, mm-hmm. my biggest question would be kind of where do I fit in best? Wow. Um, and that's, it's good to hear that. And, you know, I, you know, I don't mean to preach and I don't want to preach because this is, you know, for me, it's, it's learning and it's hearing how other people are experiencing and feeling. Um, and I, I don't think, and this is, this is something that a lot of people feel too, is that they have to fit in. And I, you know, I felt this way for so long too, that or I had to kind of figure out what my, what my part was or what my, my role was. Um, and I think I think that you know there's there's so many other ways for you to be part of part of you know God's life and Christ's life and outside of you know this you know quote unquote church, um, right? And I, I think even more so now, and I think in today's today's generation, we we start to paint paint black and white lines rather than allowing for this gray area. And I don't think people enjoy this gray area. Um, but you know, I don't think, I don't think, you know, you have to be part of the part, part of the church to, to actually be a follower of Christ. And that's something that I think we're all trying to uncover as we, as we yeah, continue. That's a great point. Yeah. And, and I do, I do feel like I kind of pick and choose what works best for me. And, uh, you know, if that's, if that's the best process that works, then mm-hmm. it's something I'll keep rolling with. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know, I, I guess what what's next for you in your in your in your day to day and your you know near future? This can be faith based or just or just uh, just in general. Sure. Well, <laughs> I'm looking forward to having some free time at some point. Yeah. Um, uh, Twenty four, uh, and I just kind of seem to, to pile more and more stuff onto myself at this point. But uh, yeah. I think it's all coming to a head pretty soon. Uh, I recently recently purchased a house i'm in grad school and trying to work full time but uh it's good i do like i do like being busy and uh and things are going well so i think i'm looking forward to, to probably having some free time and maybe that free time will lead to a little bit more reflection yeah absolutely you know i i always think that there is there's time and space for reflection and as i'm sure you know i you know i'd spent time meditating um and in prayer as well and allowing you know almost setting aside a block for for meditation and making this part of your habit and routine i think is huge um so if i do preach one thing that is what i what i'll encourage that you do and set aside some time but um i i do like that i do like the hustle and the grind because i'm i'm quite similar to you in that way i appreciate that yeah man um and to conclude i want to ask you um, what would be some advice that you have for people who are looking to get more involved in, in what Jesus, like who Jesus is and what Jesus does? Um, not, not what the church does and, what the, and who the church is or what religion is, but, but really focusing on Jesus. So I guess my advice would be to, to, to follow your, your passion and follow what works best for you. I guess what worked best for me was to connect to him through music. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got a, a really good friend who's traveling the world right now, um, and I'm going to shamelessly plug him. Uh, he's got a nonprofit that the MLS just gave him quite a bit of money 
uh, for as a donation. It's called Around the World, Around the World. Um, and he's going around to impoverished areas, and he is giving uh, giving younger kids soccer balls. And he is a, he's a fantastic soccer, ju- soccer juggler. So he kind of puts on a little show for them, and then he give, gives them all free soccer balls and tries to do kind of just these little small projects while he's there um, to either you know better connect with the kids, give them a little bit of message, or give them a message, or uh, do some small service project as well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's what's working for him. He you know he, he took soccer um, and turned it into this nonprofit organization that's that's doing great, and he's it's truly doing God's work. Um, he, he's someone with a lot of faith as well. Uh, so that's that's my advice. Find. Find what works for you because anything can work for you, and I think it doesn't take you too long to be creative to connect that in a way that you can you can be of service, you can connect with God. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So so using you know your gifts and what's been given to you, and and ultimately I think a lot of what what's been given to you and those gifts you're you're passionate about and and turning that into something that can be you know glorifying Him and and, and developing in that relationship as well. And, and ultimately the faith. Um, well, awesome dude. Uh, anything else uh, before we hop off? Those are all the questions I had for you today. No, man, when are you coming to Connecticut? <laughs> um, Connecticut. Um, we'll, we'll see. I'm heading back home, um, back to Boston area, um, in about a week. So, so hopefully I can, um, I can, I can reach the, 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 the outsides of Connecticut and small Ellington when I'm back <laughs> home, but we'll see. Just follow the dirt roads. Yeah, dude. Absolutely. Um, well, well, thanks so much. I, you know, I enjoyed hearing about your background and, you know, what's been important for you, um, being, you know, being a follower and a disciple of Christ and the advice you have for others too. Um, you know, I think we're, we're all disciples and we all have the opportunity to, to share his good news in, in different ways. And it doesn't, I don't think it's always meant to be evangelical. And I also, you know, I, I think there's plenty of ways that you can, that you can follow your ministry. Um, and I, you know, I, I really enjoyed hearing how, how you did it and how you, you continue to do it. Thank you. I appreciate you having me on. Absolutely, dude. It was a lot of fun. Awesome. Um, well, to conclude, um, we want to close in prayer. Um, would you mind closing us in prayer? No, not at all. Thank you. I appreciate it. Dear God, thank you for this time um, I was able to spend with my friend Tyler. We were able to reconnect through you as well as have some great conversation about you. And we certainly hope that it will strengthen the faith of both of us, um, help both of us connect even deeper with you, and maybe help anyone listening out there to strengthen their faith as well. Uh, we ask this in your name. Amen. Amen. Awesome. Well, thanks so much, Mike. I will talk to you soon. Absolutely. Thank you, Ty. All right, bye. Bye-bye. Thank you all for joining this evening with myself and Mike Thomas. 
hope you enjoy the show and look forward to hearing any questions, comments, or if you'd like to get in touch with Mike, please reach out to me and I can put you in contact. Thanks and have a good one.